hooligan brand, you know, got a rap. Hey, episode 45 of the COD, we live, direct. And uh, <laughs> the technical difficulty, yes, sir, it's the COD. It's your host, Ryan and Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Gordo <Hey>. and Ryan. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, shout out Paul. He in Turkey right now. So, you know, he hey. he across hey. the uh, world right now living. The homies, so, the homies traveling. The yes, homies sir. Traveling. Cod is worldwide. Uh, but yeah, man, the technical difficulties continue this week. Uh, you know, I still got my new computer on the way. It's getting here Thursday. So nice. we will have another week of audio only. I'm letting you know now another week of audio only. But when I get my new computer, I'm going to get audio, uh, not audio, but Adobe Premiere back downloaded and then, you know, get back in the mix. But yeah, man, last week, uh, Paul and I had let the people know that you are the new host. Um, and you've definitely been on here with uh, us and Mahi and you've had your own episode. But, you know, give the people one more introduction to you to let them know who you are why you're joining the pod you know what your expertise is all that all right bet um yeah so no my name is gordo i'm from chicago uh south side um i'm just you know graphic designer artist like myself uh pretty much just been grinding um avid artist you know i've been working with uh the crypto stuff now nfts uh um, you know, doing some stuff with some different clothing brands like Amana. Um, you know, yes, I'm just you know, I, I, I got my hands in a little bit of everything. Did some music, you know. Me and C got two yes. tracks together. Yes, we got you know, some classics. Classics, you know. So it's just like <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that I pretty much do. Um, yeah. I, I would say artists is just like the overall tone of what my story is. You know, that that yeah, man. I mean, the people already know I'm an artist. Uh, and like we said, you know, Paul and my schedule, everyone's schedule is ramping up. But at least, you know, if we could add a third person, then situations like this, you know, me and Paul just had an episode last week talking about, yo, we back tag team. And this week, you know, he's in Turkey. So instead of, you know, letting people, leading people on again, kind of, you know, are we back in the mix? Are we not? It's better to have a third person so we could always at least have somebody to get on the line and uh, chop it up. But what we got, what we got going on this week, man, because the people haven't heard you for a while. So, you know, we ready for the uh, for the takes, the opinions, all that. Man, I've just been off this BMF shit. You've been tapping in. <laughs> 50, you know, boys. 50 boys. Boy, 50 boys for life. <laughs> you seen the last episode? No. Yeah, I just peeped the oh, last episode. Man. Yeah, oh, man. that shit was that shit was. Hey, you know yeah, that you know that moment when she called Terry ass holding the uh, yeah. coke and shit. Yeah, it'd be like that, you know. Hey, fam, you know, you, you know you, that you, last um, scene. That last scene was heartbreaking. It'd be like that, you know. The mom dropped the glass. <laughs> you always want to be that angel to your parents, but you know, once they find out, it's heartbreaking. Right, you know, you gotta, right. got to live life, you know. So, hey, it's gonna know? be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see her dynamic uh, once. Uh, How things change moving change, forward? Yeah, because it's just yeah. like you, it's like the pops was trying to tell her, like you think he not involved, and she's like, right. oh, Terry not involved. He yeah. told me he wasn't. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's funny as hell. But yeah, I. I Shout out 50, you know, once again for 
He killing it. He killing it. Yeah, I really, I, I really think this was kind of better than the recent Power series, uh, just because it's a different. Oh. You know, it's a different. Uh, it's a different change of pace. You know, we kind of we've been in the Power, you know, universe for a long time, and then BMF. It's kind of you know, it's based on a true story. It's a true story. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's just like it's it's interesting to see how it's playing out because it's yeah. it's like you don't really get a, a gangster. A TV series, you get a movie, you know, like it'll right. be in a BMF movie, you feel me? But it's just like to actually get a TV show that's been a dive into mm-hmm. the the up and coming, how it really started. That's is it's beautiful in a sense, you know. So it's just like shout out Fifty Meach, all of them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and the great work that they're doing right now with this story that they that they uh, portraying. It, 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 I feel like it's a story that should have been told because it was just like you know it it was. BMF was big, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Even just it's like just being a shorty coming up. I used to be like, man, Black Mafia family. I don't yeah, who was that? Let me go look it up. You know, so you I'm know they like, did it on a big scale too. Scale you know, a lot, too. Of, yeah, so a lot like, of times you look at you know black crime or mobsters or whatever you want to say, and you know they're portrayed as one way. You know, you can yeah. only reach a certain height. You look at you look at the Italians. The mobsters are always like highest high of society. They're they're not doing petty crimes. They're doing big, you know, big jobs and all that stuff. It's more classy looking, right? So when you when you hear BMF and how much money they're bringing in, how dominant they were, their influence, their level of success, it was like, yeah, they were That's, doing. Yeah, like think about it. The celebrities and the ball players, all of them was hanging out with them. So it's just yeah. like that was it was a level of success that you know you don't really see with um drug dealers, you know, like it was mm-hmm. crazy, like how they were just out and about just partying with these people like it was normal. It was just like, man, this is crazy. Like they yeah. were doing it big. They were doing it big, honestly. And um, I mean, it's got some dope stuff. I mean, not to give too much away, but last episode they kind of had like a uh, killer season moment. If you remember oh, killer yeah. season, you know, Cameron yeah. had spit on the little girl. The girl. This yeah, time meets, you know, he he had took a little girl and you know, his brother was trying to be the good cop the whole time. And then he just said, you know what, 50 boys. Fuck it. You feel me? 50 boys. <laughs> Hey, yeah, true. that was the scene. I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's just gonna get the hey, you know, busted now. Cause, you, know? you know, I'm like, it was. I was like, I don't know. Like, I w- I was always thinking of that situation. Like, would I kidnap the motherfucker that stole kid that stole my money? Yeah, it, it, I don't know. Like, that was a that was a wild situation. But I'm like, it played out perfectly on their end. You know, you like, know. It, Cause like think about it, like he said, buddy really didn't have no option but to do what he asked. You feel yeah, me? Like at yeah. the end, he was like, "It's like either you gonna walk away and say you had a chance to say this little girl you didn't," but it's just like it was well. Like I, I like the dynamics that you know Meech and Terry bring to the table of BMS. Hey. You know, it, it, it's the brotherhood thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. Like, it, it it works well for them, you know, and it, and it's like we gonna definitely see that dynamic throughout the series, and I can't wait to see it. Oh yeah, and then another another good uh, character they got, another good character they got, they got uh the evil niggas. I mean, <laughs> evil nigga. the evil dude. They got the oh, uh, Lamar, 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 Lamar. Oh yeah, when he did, but but man, that when he did to uh tiny dude, uh, yeah. uh, I think that's was the character name, tiny, yeah. name, tiny. Yeah, that shit was that shit was wild. G, I was just like, man, but he, you see how that played back on him in the end, shit. exactly. Buddy, uh, sitting in the car with me at the end of the episode, so it's just like yeah. that shit. Hey, you can't rule in fear, bro. You can't rule in fear. You know nope. That, that, nope. that can only get you so far. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's going to be his hard lesson. Like, bro, your ass crazy, but shit, niggas ain't finna keep on going for that crazy shit. That's why I'm like, it's 50 boys, you know? <laughs> hey, 50 boys. 50 boys. 50 boys up, man. Hey, they was, hey, I fuck with them. They was, boys. 50 boys got the stomping buddy ass out. Oh, okay. Hold uh, on, yeah. yeah. Any other shows? Oh, shit. I haven't really been. What have I watched recently? The Bulls? Uh, yeah, the Bulls. 4-0. You 4-0, know, we finna do it. You know, Come we out here. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Now you know, in the uh, in the Discord, we got, you know, shout out uh, user Nizzle. You know, I'm going to start shouting out some of these uh, people week to week. But shout out Nizzle, man, because... Uh, you know, he, he seems to be another Chicago fan, so we're not alone in the uh, court and whatnot. But, um, you know, he's like, you know, I can't believe it. You know, 4-0, first time since 1996. Everybody going over the accolades. And then we had some people trying to rain on the parade talking about, yeah, the Bulls nice, but I don't think they're a championship team. I'm like, man, I mean, 4-0 is 4-0. Like, Who else 4-0? Yeah, 4 Nobody else. That's what I'm saying. Who you else know, is a championship those. looking team in the East? Then? I mean, if the Warrior, if the Warriors win tonight, if I think they they play tonight, if I'm correct, yeah. they'll be four and zero. They're three and zero right now. Okay. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy that the Hornets were three and zero too as well before because they both we both the Hornets and us had our three and zero game. Yeah, and so um, you know we won and the Hornets lost. They lost in overtime, but I had thought they were at one point like they were going to be four and zero as well, right mm-hmm. along with us. So it's like it's just crazy to see how like well the Bulls are doing. It's like I, it's yeah. like we it's like me personally. I'm not I, I I'm enjoying the hype. You know I'm loving it like that. We four and zero, but I'm wait I'm just waiting till we play these teams like the Brooklyn Nets, the Bucks, yeah. um, uh, Miami. You know Boston. You know those 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 five hundred teams. You feel me? Like the, like nah. we, like we 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 getting some. We these four we four and I'm like, if we keep yeah. this pace, if we going, we good. You know, yeah. like I'm just like I'm just hoping that we get ourselves in a good position in a good uh, playoff spot. You know, like, so I'm who's who's really like? If you had to call it right now, who's who's really the one like? I don't want to. I don't want to use the term MVP right now. But who's the one who's like really, really showing out for the Bulls right now? Like who's really the key player? Um, me right now, it has to be Lonzo. He's okay. making it work. Like yeah. he's like he he he's the glue to it all working. You feel me? Like he's doing everything on the yeah. board, and that's what I actually wanted him. Wanted him like it's like personally, I wanted Lamelo, but you know, I always said that if we got Lonzo, I wouldn't complain as well. You know, so it's just like he's playing his role. He's shooting his jump shots. He's making his threes. Like he's facilitating. And the thing is about it, Lonzo plays defense, and that's the thing that culture for Bulls. You know, like we thrive off of defense. You know, so yeah. it's just like. It it, it 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 makes sense that, you know, to me, he's our MVP. He's not putting up big numbers. I'm not crazy. I'm not I'm not expecting him to right now, but eventually he will. So it's just like I'm just happy that we are in the position that we are in where we yeah. like we have the core players that are meshing well together, as we can see. And it's mm-hmm. just like they are. They are dependent on each other and they're playing well with each other. And yeah. it's just like it's, just, it's like I said, it's the time when we go against these five hundred teams. Like I say, the Milwaukee Bucks and um, you know the Brooklyn Nets and 
possibly like the Warriors and things like that in the Lakers. That's what that's going to be the test that we need to see how how will we play in those games, you know? Yeah. And I was in a stream. I was in a stream earlier and, you know, they start mentioning the Bulls and whatnot. And it's a Boston fan. So it's crazy because it's like we we so happy, bro. But it's people out there. They really like they they not really seeing red like us, you know. So, you know, Boston fan like the Bulls. Okay, when when's the last time Chicago's been hot talking about? I'm like, all right, all right, word. And then people start discussing WNBA. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The the Sox, the Sox were the the, the number one in their conference, you know, so it's just Mm -hmm. like, like, it's just like we, we making our way back up. The Bears, the the Bears are just a work in progress right now. We got the quarterback. We we got the players. We just got to make the line and, you know, figure out what the fuck the coach is doing. You feel like, and then we'll be straight, you know? But like I say, the bull, like the bulls front office, once we got packs and all them out of there, like, look, look, look where we at right now. We at, you feel me? Like we, it's like, we on the way to the promised land, you know? So it's just like, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that we gonna win it this year, but if we do make a good, we can make a decent playoff run, you know? Like it's it's not, yeah, the people in that stream, they start saying, you know, they start, you know, kind of bringing up, you know, they're, they're Chicago fans and they they start talking on the same lines you are. Now, I don't know if you agree with this, but one of their one of their suggestions were if we can develop our bench some more then we can be contenders or whatnot. What's what's our bench looking like? Um, you know, the most I don't know, like I, I, I really other like it's like only like five to seven people that I really know that's on our team, honestly. I yeah. feel like once Co- once Kobe White comes back, we can, he could be a potential sixth man of the year depending on how they play him. Yeah. You know, like, like he like he's a scoring guard. He can come off the bench, you know. Like he doesn't have to be in a, he doesn't have to be in a starting role depending on what he's been told, you know, by the team and the uh coaching staff. So it's just like it depends. You feel me? Like I feel like he has the most potential to be one of our most elite players off of the bench. I feel like once we do um if we do decide to part ways with him, we don't have we we have we have this the sense of death. You know, I don't I, I haven't really dived into how much the other guys are producing off the bench, but our bench is deep. You know, we don't yeah. have we don't have like a lackluster. We don't have like an all star bench like the Lakers, you know, like. Hey, but the Lakers not even, <laughs> you know, with all that star power, what the Lakers doing right now, not what they expected. I right. I don't know what the Lakers are doing, honestly. I I, I saw I, AD fighting out there. He was fighting the other White Howard. I, don't know if they was, <laughs> I think they was fighting over the top the 75 list. <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think about that? You agree it with it? Make sense. It don't make sense to some points because this is like. Is Derrick Rose on there? I don't even know if D. I didn't even really check it, D. Rose. <laughs> Let me see if D. Rose. If they ain't put Derrick Rose on there. That's crazy. He's the youngest MVP in, in NBA history. So you, how could you not put him on? Come him? on, man. Like that. That makes no sense. NBA top seventy-five list is Derrick Rose on there. Is I don't know. Let me go through this list. I will have to look through the whole fuck list. I guess. They got Ray Allen on this motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, Ray Allen is definitely. Yeah, but I'm saying he. It's like in alphabetical too. order, alphabetical order, uh, not numerical. Oh, okay. It's yeah, that'd be crazy. Giannis at number three already. Um, if it was like that. not on the list, you're not on the list. Oh man, 
But they put Damian Lillard on the list, though. See? See? That that don't make sense, though. See? You feel me? Like, like that's like, that's stupid as hell. How Damian Lillard make the list and he doesn't have an MVP or any of the shit that Derrick Rose has. He hasn't even led. Did, did, did they make the East? They made the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't, did they? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, let me see. Like, did they? When the last time Portland made the Eastern Conference Finals? That's bullshit, honestly. Come on now. Wow. I, I mean, I guess that's why they was fighting over. You know, they probably was in that bitch joking. He probably got, <laughs> got, got a little upset, you know? <laughs> like, bitch, I'm top 75. <laughs> yeah, man. We've seen Clay Thompson out there. Clay Thompson apparently wore number 77 or something. Some, yeah, some Clay, not even, Clay not even on the list. He likes exactly. It's like it's ridiculous because it's just like think about it. He's like a better version of Ray Allen. Yeah. And if I if I'm correct, he has more rings than Ray Allen. If I'm or they have the same number of rings, if mm-hmm. anything. But he's scored like hella points and crazy amount less of dribbles that nobody has ever done in the NBA yeah. history. I don't think. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's a little wild, man. I don't I don't know if this is a legit seventy five list or. Or if this is something that the NBA just felt like, hey, let's throw a couple names in there and leave some people off for discussion. Because, you know, a lot of people. (laughs) I don't think the Portland Trailblazers have been to the the, uh, Western Conference Finals since 1989, uh, if, if this is correct. I don't know, but this is what this is saying. But they gave love to Damian Lillard. All right, but but it's like think, no, they that's actually crazy. No, they won the conference title in 1992. Yeah, but not with Damian Lillard. Lillard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, no, you feel me? Like how the fuck is he on the list? I'm, Come on, I'm man. How the fuck did Damian Lillard make the list with D Rose? The, yeah, man. Disrespect. Like, like. It's like if did Rusbrook make the list? Let me see. Cause it's like it's like motherfuckers with MVPs made the list. Right. But Damian Lillard didn't, but D Rose didn't. Yeah, man. Yeah, Russell, Russell on the list. Okay. But I can't, I can't, I can't go out here, man. I can't, I can't, I can't go. Cause people, they got people, Chris Paul on the motherfucking list. Yeah. But I mean he just did the two thousand uh points to ten thousand assists, so that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is James Harden on this bitch? Yes, he on this motherfucker. It's wait. for real. But why the fuck is Anthony Davis really on her? Like, <laughs> no, no shade. LeBron, though. LeBron hit somebody up and say, "Come on, man, put my guy on the list." Like they got Charles Barkley on this motherfucker, but D Rose ain't on this bitch. No offense to Charles man. Barkley. I fuck with Charles Barkley. That's my nigga. Yeah, like, all I'm saying. <laughs> but it's just like. How the fuck did Damian Lillard make the Might list? Be but, D Rose, but D Rose did. Yeah. What the what the fuck has Damian Lillard done? If, 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 if <laughs> that, that's so, folks is like a ball of hype at this point, right? It's like it's a cloud of hype. Not to say that he not not to say that he's not a bad player or anything like that, but he's yeah. a good player. But it's like you haven't accomplished anything to be on this fucking list, in my yeah. opinion. They put a seventy six name actually on here, James Worthy. That makes sense. I mean, shit. That it's like, why not? But yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. Chicago being in the news, 
top top 75 some some questions i had about the list but you know when they talking about chicago not being a contender in the east i, I want to know who else in the east is someone who might be a problem i mean you obviously got the brooklyn nets the people that motherfuckers really but Kyrie not playing. <laughs> I mean, if Kyrie get his shit, but it's like any it's like any given day. If this man decides to go take a shot, they, yeah, they it's up. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they ass going to be there. You feel yeah. me? So it's just like we're not even really thinking about if he's not going to take the shot, because it's like at this point, if you don't take the shot, your ass is really going to be out of the NBA. Like, there's yeah, no, it's crazy. There's no, like, it's like me personally, like, if I'm Kevin Durant, James Harden, and the motherfuckers on this team, I'll be like, bro, you really let me the fuck down over a fucking shot, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 I'm trying to fucking win. Like, right. I don't know what the fuck are you on. Like, yo ass trying to be the Colin, the Colin Kaepernick of the NBA right now, and it ain't yeah. working well for your ass at all. Like, yeah. you got to get it the fuck together, bro. How about <laughs> How about he, he pull somebody to the side and be like, yo, give me a vitamin shot and just write this, you know, like, come <laughs> on, fam, figure it out. What he wants to do is stand up and be a, a symbol, I guess, for what he believes in. So he's not going to pull that stuff. I don't stuff. know. I don't know what because you see he's out there making he's out there you know I'm not I'm not going to yeah, try to judge yeah. the man but he's out there making noise. He's not just being. No, his protest. I like, mean, his protesters are making noise. He wrote. Noise. He wrote something on Twitter. I'll give him that. He's not necessarily but obviously talking. his fans. You feel me? Like it's obviously his man. And now he's got like, he's got the uh, the the uh, the rednecks or the right behind him. The the uh, Republicans <laughs> behind. <laughs> Bro, you you oh, see man. him? They be the people. They they be, you you see the type of people on Twitter? They be the the uh, with the avies with their uh, profile pictures with the. Uh, they got them big ass shades and they sitting in their truck <laughs> talking about I stand with Kyrie. No vax. You feel me? <laughs> no vax. But this shit is just ridiculous yeah, at this man. point. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like it's, he, he can't practice with the team. He can't travel with the team. So I mean, he gonna have to make a point. Like at, at some point, he gonna have to make a decision because it's just like you can't sit here and you know. You can't. It's just like, what the fuck did you do? Like, did you sign a, like, did you um sign a contract or not? Like, that's like, to do what? We ain't like. Unfortunately, I do understand like the like standing up for your rights and shit like that. Like, but this is like me personally. If I was on your team and I was the man named Kevin Durant, bro, you are letting me the fuck down. Yeah. If you are, if my name is James Harden and I am on your team. You are letting me the fuck down. You know that, like, like, yeah. bro, because like niggas clowning, like, ain't even about niggas clowning us. Like, it's just like we not even full throttle, so niggas can't even never see our full. Like this, like this is like the worst situation. Like niggas will never see the Brooklyn Nets full potential because these three motherfuckers can't even be on the court at the same time. Exactly. Last year is last year is injury shit. This year is just because this nigga don't want to take a shot, and this is yeah. bullshit at this point. I'd yeah. be in the front, man. I would be in the front office ready. I couldn't be the president. The general manager, <laughs> none of that, because I'm not finna be nice to motherfuckers after a while. It'd be like, yeah, yeah Kyrie, we done babies your ass for a while, but Kyrie, 
bro. We done drop you from the drop team. You for the team, bro. <laughs> I will strap your ass the fuck down and make you and inject you with this shit myself. I will have a nurse show me how to hey. do this shit. And bitch, I'll roll up on you with some chlorophyll, chlorophyll, hey. whatever it's called, and put your ass to sleep. And you gonna wake up with hey. your arm hurting because your ass getting this shot and you getting your ass on the court. Like I'm not finna be. Hey. It's like. It, it was like somebody made the point. Motherfuckers are paying you a lot of money that you are Fact. not doing doing shit for. Fact. Like at this, if if I'm just being honest, in the last two three years, you ain't did shit for your fucking paycheck. Yeah, it's like yeah, motherfuckers pay you to go out and play every fucking game, but you ain't paid up. Came out and played and produced shit for me. Kevin Durant went on that run last year mm-hmm. with a hobbled up ass James Harden. Yeah, what the fuck was you at? I don't know, but now your ass talking about you don't want to get a shot. Oh, you got me fucked up. Kyrie. He finessing. He finessing. Like it's at this point, he obviously is. And then you doing all these personal leads. We don't know what if you go return to the team last year. You, you, because you, you didn't feel like because you on a a spiritual awakening. Like, bro, hey, you want to talk about personal leave? What's uh Ben Simmons doing? Being an asshole. <laughs> that's what it is like and then I don't even get me started on him yeah. that man's a fucking joke at this point well, he are, man. because it's like at this point boy Giannis coming back shooting threes and jump yeah. shots boy what the fuck is you doing he being he being mad disrespectful to his team if he want to leave he need to be an adult and ask for a trade it's just like first off I'd be like if I was Doc Rivers the yeah. first person to give him some hands, I wouldn't even. I just walk off. I just tell the, first, <laughs> the coaching staff walk off. Let the players break that shit up. Yeah, because that's all. That's all he really needs. Somebody to give him some hands. You feel yeah. me? Like, because yeah. it's like he really on some light skin shit. Like yeah. it ain't even on no. It ain't even on no no goofy shit. Like, bro, you know you weak as hell. Yeah, like it ain't even being a it, It's like. Beautiful. It's like, yeah, you. It ain't even yeah. anything about it. You, you not James Harden because at the end of the day, we know James Harden gonna shoot any fucking three that he get his chance to. Facts. You facts. don't. We can't. We can't say that for you, bro. So you don't get to act like that. Come on. You ain't putting up. You ain't putting up James Harden numbers and James caliber fucking uh, runs. You feel me? Like this man, James Harden, been to the Eastern Conference Finals, and unfortunately, he just went against. Unfortunately, Chris Paul was just always injured, and he went against Steph Curry, though. Mm. <laughs> so, yep, yep. <laughs> we don't ben have. Ben no Simmons fight. really ain't done enough to be acting the way he's acting. Him and Kyrie, just unfortunately, <laughs> like, like, it's just like. What the fuck is y'all doing? Like you shot one fucking shot over Steph Curry. And yeah, your ass yeah. thought she was the man off of that shit yeah. alone since then. Yeah. Your ass was it's a lot of entitlement off. going on. It's a lot of Yo, entitlement. Like, entitlement like a motherfucking NBA for motherfuckers that ain't did shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like it's like if stay if Steph Clay and and Draymond wanted to look, act like this. Hey, didn't LeBron, like didn't LeBron say he didn't want to get vaccinated at first? And look, he went and got vaccinated, went and did his movie, <laughs> got all the bread. I mean, come on, he had man. no fucking LeBron didn't LeBron know he finna be he the face of the NBA. He has exactly. to get vaccinated. He exactly. ain't no ain't no other person to not go get vaccinated. He was gonna be the first one that they told LeBron, you better mm-hmm. go get vaccinated for us. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like there's nothing else, you feel me? Like no no other questions. Can't be playing Man. around with it. How you heard about yeah. this Meek Mill situation? But I don't know if it's real. What's the situation with the uh bus? 
Nah, the man talking about he ain't getting paid. All I heard about the situation with the man with the album cover being painted on the bus and people yeah. didn't really like it. I don't get that. If y'all look at the album cover and y'all fuck with the album cover, why y'all complaining about the album cover it's that's, art. Put in, that's put on the yeah. bus? It's just like people just pick and choose things to be upset about. It's just like it's very, it's very, it's very crazy. Yeah. White dude too talking about oh black women. First off, that's just a little awkward. Why are you addressing black women, telling them what they should or shouldn't be mad about? Like yeah, I get so it. You could talk about oh, okay. it. Yeah, go. Oh, I was gonna say the meek situation actually is real. Well, he say his label hasn't paid him for music at all. Damn. Damn. But motherfucker was on Twitter talking about, yeah, Meek the head. How many dinners with Jace? <laughs> and, uh, like he should have been founded out. <laughs> they be saying the, the dinners with Jay Z is worth how how much million? Two million. Uh, you you, you done, be, you done been to hell of dinners with Jay Z, and now you talking about you ain't get paid for your you music. <laughs> Smarten up, me. That, that shit on that shit on Shade Room. As soon as I switch over to uh, Instagram, that shit on Shade Room. I'm weak as fuck. I'm weak as hell. Ripping them apart. Man, it's okay, me. I, it's just like just. I mean, this is not the first time somebody said this. I think Big Sean had said he he hadn't got paid from some album, and I remember Tiger for real said he he hadn't made any money off of Young Money releases. He makes all his money off of tours and outside of that and everything. So, but I mean, for Meek. You would think at this yeah, you were point, trying to beef with you was trying to beef with Drake. And yeah, you, you ain't getting paid. Like, yeah, imagine yeah. if he would have found this out. <laughs> Lights out. Like, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been a back to back. Your ass would have never been able to come back Hell, to, to rap after Hell, that. Shit. You, I'm but like, it's crazy because like, but isn't he signed to um Maybach music? MMG, yeah. Isn't that Rick Ross? <laughs> yeah, but bro. Have you been paying attention? Because apparently, like Meek, one time, like a few months ago, Rick Ross was trying to get in a section in the club that Meek was at, and Meek said, "Don't let Rick Ross in." And there was some, oh. there was some alleged beef over that. And then so, they tried to both downplay it and be like, "Oh yeah, nothing's wrong." And then so really- something else happened, and then yeah, people behind the scenes were saying Meek and Ross been. So they really are beefing because he ain't paid his ass. That's what I'm saying at this point. I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, this shit wild. They hot. Yeah. They hot. Meek, Meek, and Meek. Hey, sometimes Meek, Meek need to stay off Twitter and keep some things to himself. He sounds crazy. Them, them Twitter I, I mean, I know, I know a lot of artists feel exactly like him, but still, you sound yeah, crazy, Sam. You are a veteran in the game talking about, I don't know how none of this work. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> you a new artist, he's, but look, bro. To, I mean, I know about he, you know, I know we could always I mean, say, shit, look how look how Birdman was doing yeah. Wayne. This is like damn at this exactly, point. Exactly, like, exactly. It's, it's like, got to be on you. I'm just saying. Come out and say if Drake come out and saying Wayne doing him that way, it's just gonna be damn. What the fuck is this? Everybody doing everybody signed to one nigga that signed to another nigga that signed to three niggas. That has (laughs) bad luck. Come on, man. Sometimes you got to think about it. Rap sometimes like a a pyramid scheme. 
you know, because yeah. because like you be like, oh, man, I'm trying to get out. And then you sign to a label and you'd be like, damn, you know, you kind of shit on the label. Sometimes you feel like they're taking all your money. You end up signing a whole bunch of rappers like, yo, I'm going to put you on. I'll put you on like I want to, you know, show people that I'm I could produce all this music. But then you end up doing the same thing to these artists as you complain about, you know, like Big Sean, like, yo, Kanye not paying me this person. And it's like, damn, like, so think about people like you and me. On the is ground Kanye floor. really not paying it? I don't know. Like, Big Shot really, I don't know. Let me stop this. I don't even really listen to no. I mean, apparently know. people say that Kanye pays them. So yeah, I hear, two, I'm like, different. I hear Sean, two different stories. Big Sean just not selling shit. He just. <laughs> <laughs> he out there with Hit Boy. He <laughs> think he candy, man. You saw the video with all the bees on him. I don't know what the fuck that video is for. What is the purpose of that shit? Hey, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs was roasting him. He was like, "The fuck." Freddie Gibbs dead in my favorite rapper right now. Hey man, he he's slapping, bro. He's really going crazy like that man. At, at, at this point, I don't think I can really listen. To, like, I don't even think he got a bad project at this point. Nah, nah, opinion. nah. Like, like, at this point, I don't really yeah. think he got a bad verse. I go back nah. and listen to the songs, and I'm like, damn, I've been sleeping on this song. What the fuck? Hey, man, like, really, really, though, really, though. I remember I heard, I remember I was at uh, at somebody crib in Chicago, and then they was playing somebody. I'd be, I was like, yo, is this Freddie Gibbs? I started laughing. I'm like, damn, son. Like, He's come a long way, man. I remember when people no, people wasn't fucking with Gibbs. No, like one of my like when I first started rapping, I think one of his songs, um, instrumentals that uh Madlib produced, I had rapped over. Okay. Like, that was one of my that was one of like one of my first early tracks. It was so yeah. so crazy. Cause I was just like, this nigga code, like I fuck with his storylines, videos. He was hard, you know, his gangster rap, you know, I fuck with that shit. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like it's, it, I don't know. It was just like to me, I was just like, damn, this nigga ain't getting no shine. Like, how is y'all not knowing who this nigga is? You feel me? Like, his production was cold. Like, he he kept that, like, he'd keep that old school vibe, but it's like he didn't have a new school feel to it. You feel me? And that was just the off of the strength of his his ver- ver- verse and hook. And you feel me? I'm like, that man was cold. Like, so I'm just like, I'm just happy he's starting to get the spot like he deserved. Like, hopefully he take over the take over. Like, cause I feel like he really. One of the best ones, him and Benny the Butcher, other than like that's really holding rap down. Like when it comes to lyrical, lyrical shit, you feel me? Like he's not making radio music, but like his shit can be on the radio. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like especially with this, the fact that um, you know, I think he Kendrick he came out and said some shit. Yeah, and he was like the only motherfucker to respond to him in reality. Like that's like. He he kept the fun and the shit, you man. Like I fuck with that, like, but ain't nobody else respond, you know. So I'm just exactly. like, exactly. You know, I, I, I'm like, in due time, he gonna be the top rapper of this shit. You feel me? It's just like one, probably one Drake's Drake feature to, to do it, you know. That that'll help push the uh, campaign because I'm just like, I don't know, like all these other shits that I'm listening to, just like like I was saying with just Drake shit, you know, his certified lover boy just seemed like motherfuckers just reproducing the same shit and just repackaging that. Yeah, time. bro. It did like compared to Donda, right? Cause I, yeah, I don't Donda, know. If, I don't know if I went over Donda versus CLB with you, but uh, you know, I ran Donda back and that's the first time that's the first Kanye C D in a while I've really had on repeat. Like since Pablo. Like I listened to Yay. I was like saying, ones. I was saying, I listen to Jesus, Kids, honestly. Kids for me. Ghosts. Okay, yeah. I listen to Kids, he Ghosts like a few times. 
and mm-hmm. you know jesus mm-hmm. jesus is king i listen to it just to hear it mm-hmm. but donda bro i've been playing yeah. that like like oh this is how i used to play kanye albums back in the day yeah, yeah no that yeah. shit reminded me i i'm like no i definitely feel you because like i feel like i hadn't played a kanye album like that since jesus and i'm like when i would go see that shit live you know that even made that shit a more push for me so it's just like me personally, I think I like Yeezus. I mean, I like uh, Donda over um, CLB just due to the fact, mm-hmm. like you say, it's a different sound. It's different melodically, like sonically, like it's on a whole different wave. But I feel like that's just Kanye in general, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, hey, man. So last time we had you on here for real, NFTs. This time you got three out there in the mix on uh, Rarible. Let's break them down. Oh, definitely. So right now I do have three um, NFTs on the market on Rarible. Uh, right now there's the beat not broken. Um, so pretty much this like whole these uh, like the, the the three were really uh, original. Like supposed to be a set with just like people overcoming like you know you know going through life and shit like that. And so like they had a moments where they feeling down and <clears throat> beat up by life. Excuse me. Yeah, and so it's just like these are just to like kind of like capture those moments and be in that moment. Like you not beat, you might be beat in this moment or that moment. You might have took an ill, but you're not broken. So it's like you can continue to go on and pick up the pieces or whatever mm-hmm. pieces that you feel like you have. You can pick them up and keep on going. And so like that's what I really tried to captivate in um, each of the the pieces. Uh, and so when life hits when life hits that piece is just really like life hits you know sometimes it's things it's not going to be always pretty but it's just like you ain't gotta fall down you know you can keep on standing and get back up and you know take on the circumstances of whatever challenge you got to go through and you know if you got to give life a blow back you can do that as well and in fact you choose to do um so you know that's that 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 that, that's what i really was trying to captivate this just feeling of like you know people that feel like they down and they can't um you know feel like they've been beaten by life and it's just like you know they feel like they hopeless but it's just like in a sense like these nfts are just to captivate those moments but also bring you the brighter side of it there's always there's always a new beginning and a new rebuild or um just a fresher start it's just like how you picture and pivot off of these situations like yeah you might be you might have took that ill but it's another another w right behind that and so uh with the, the the third one the three of me um that one was just like you know when it was just like the personification of like the soul thought and like my feelings you know and so you know i feel like that's the center of like all of us like we have our soul essence our thoughts which are also a part of who we are and our emotions which kind of govern a lot of that we do, but we choose whether we choose to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like that's what, that's what those three NFTs are. Just like part of like this little um, mini just series of just like uh, work I was doing that was just captivating. Um, you know, our ups and downs and triumphs and tribulations of life. Hell yeah! But this NFT game is getting crazy and sick in a sense. You know, it's just like. It's it's really starting not to make any sense, but then it's just like it is, but then it's not because what you mean? Like, I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of bad things about the dark side of NFTs and why people are buying them and what they're actually doing. It's like you think people it, are uh, money laundering. I'm pretty sure they are at this point. You know, yeah. it, it 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 just makes no sense in some of the stuff that um 
it's, it just makes no sense in some of the stuff that people are selling this stuff for you know like and then it's just like it's like some of the stuff that people are buying like why are you buying only this specific artist ver artist nfts like there's a there's a million dollars millions of artists out here that are selling nfts and have hell of great work but you're buying these weird ass specific ass shits that's like who's behind this yeah like it's like, like it's, a lot of them look like xbox avatar cars. Like, yeah. like 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 yeah it's like it's weird as fuck like you guys are it's like you like it's, it's like, like where a lot of them artists before this wave and they look at this and say hey i can i can uh make a colored background and then draw a simple cartoon character and make it like a a what uh one by one image and throw it out there and say yeah Copy. yeah it, it's real yeah, art uh, not yeah, to downplay a, people's uh, art but we we I, I mean we i think we we if you if i you thought we got past attention that yeah i think if we pay if anyone out there pays attention to nfts i think you understand what we're talking about i feel like when nfts first dropped it literally was art here's yeah. my piece this might be a renaissance thing here's my thing this might be a cartoon yeah, tour, tour, this animation. might be a, uh animation here's nba with their top shot Here's Dr. my Yow NFT audio. Now everyone's got it's just say, weird ass. Like, here's weird a, ass. You know, with those uh, discords, you got me in. Here's a picture of this pig. Here's yeah. a picture of a hog. Like, and so know, yeah, today like, and so today today um, an NFT sold for two like three point four million or something damn, like that. Damn. And it was one of the board got it was one of the board eight yacht uh, NFTs. Not to say that they're bad people or anything like that, but it's just like it's just like what made this thing so popular mm. and that and it's like and and then it's just like who is dictating the popularity of these collections because at the end of the day the thing is like that what i'm starting to notice is just it's specific collections that are popping off yeah it's it's not it's not every other collection or every collection or a random collection it's just these specific collections with these x amount of group of people in them you feel me so it's just like it's it's becoming weird. And that's why I'm coming to the that's why I'm speaking at this point. I'm speaking to the NFT collectors at this point, because at this yeah. point, if you're if it if it's if it's not based solely off of one group, one collection of NFTs, invest in other artists. Yeah. And one thing, wanna, one thing I want to one thing I want to bring up is, uh, you know, in, in that uh, discord you had invited me to, I, I jumped in there and, you know, you're telling me like, hey, you know, cop this NFT. It's going to do numbers. You can resell it. You can make your money. This is, you know, proven it's a safe bet. So I'm in there checking it out and they had some people talking about, yo, you know, you can damn near like post your art or something, see if you can join. But it's like, damn, like, or they, they had something about like, they were going to give like one, one lucky NFT a, a shot or something like that. You yeah. know, so it was just it was just weird how they were talking about it. They were like it was like a whole bunch of them. Right. And they had a crew. Right. So like one person, exactly. one person, would one like, person, one person would like release an NFT. OK, they you know, they they buy it. And and like these people, their discord is huge. So they have a big audience, of course. But there's like a team of artists on this like NFT team. Right. So like you got one release from this guy one day, one release from another, one release from another. And then one day it's like, they're running like a contest or some something. And they're like, yo, post your NFTs and we'll pick one in the winner. 
we will post or something. And then they, you know, whenever I got in there, they said something about like, yo, they instructed everybody in their team or everybody in their discord. They're like, remember, we we are all going to do this community NFT buy or charity or something. Basically, they just picked an unsuspecting NFT and then just had everybody buy it on some like where you know, charity or giving back or something. So at that point, you're not necessarily buying the NFT because you like the art. You're buying the NFT because somebody told you to just go run it up. Like if it's like a GameStop. Stock yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like know? almost like it's like a cryptocurrency thing. Like we're yeah. like everybody invests in this crypto and we're going to run it up to make everybody else buy it. Because it's mm-hmm. like, think about it. It's just like you get royalties off of this shit. So it's yeah. just like off the every flip, they're getting some percentage of royalties, regardless mm-hmm. if it's a, a, a million dollar sale or a, a thousand dollar sale. Once these apes are being flipped and flipped and flipped and flipped, they're accumulating a lot of fucking money. Like it's not even serious. It's not even crazy. It's not even like, it's not a joke. Like they're accumulating bukus of money at the yeah. seconds. You feel me? So it's just like, I can understand. You feel me? Like, the 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 beautiful part of that but it's just like like i say the scary part about it is just like what is dictating the success of each nft nft series yeah it's just like it's like i say like it like is it the community that's voting on who's popping whose nft is going to be popping at this moment and if that's the case where do, where where do we meet this community of people yeah you feel me and get their opinion on how this goes and dictates on the success of this stuff. Because at the end of the day, there seems to be no outlying success or no outlying factor into the success of uh, NFT other than your collection has to have. You got to get a, down. A, 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 you got to get down with a group and get a stamp. So people rock with you. Yeah, I get it. It's like the music group. game. You got to sign to a label. Exactly, because that's the thing about it. Because and and that's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm starting to peep because at the end of the day, people are like, okay, join the community, um, create some NFTs for us, and once we go on to sell them, we could possibly push your NFT group community uh, collection. What? Come on, man. What? The, like the thing is, the whole NFT creation was to make it almost a free market. Yeah, but we're and not. See, that's that's where market. I was. That's where I was about to go to. I was gonna say it seems like. We need to make this a free market. But like you said, it was started as a free market, as a free market, you know. But like I say, the thing is, I think it was definitely the clubhouse groups polluted it, you know, like no one, no one, no one can see me because we don't have the video. But I definitely just hit him with that Leonardo DiCaprio point because it was because I remember early when Clubhouse was in his beta testing and stuff like that. And NFTs were being talked about. People were like, "Okay, let's start doing these. Remember how they spoke about it? They spoke about it like it was. People was out there giving Martin Luther King speeches. They was like, "Yo, this is gonna change the world." They was like, "You know, back in the day, they were like, back in the day, you had to be in these circles, and your art would get this and that, and then, and then, you know, this now you can put it up there, and someone can buy it, and it'll be all around, and then you can get your royalties, and and all that's fine and good. You can get your royalties." But people just going and buying the same artists like they would a normal art, right? Yeah, it's just like it's just like why if it's like and then it's like on top of that, you don't even have it's not tangible. Like we're not digi fucking mind. We don't exist in the motherfucking digital world. We don't matter until we until we until we do. You just have a bunch of just files and code like exactly. And so it's just like 
So it's like the day I be like, if the internet ever destroys, dies, or anything like that, and if in that point of the world, we gonna be fucked if we have NFTs, and that's what you <laughs> you spent all your money on. But I'm just like, it, it is what it is, you know, in the situation. But like, it's just like I say, I don't know. It, it, it's we're starting to see a dark age of NFTs go on, like because mm. it's like it's no, it's like no guarantee. It's like there's no, like I said, there's no guaranteed success to anything unless you put hard work in. But it's like there's no guaranteed like reason for why these NFTs are selling the way they are, other than the fact that it's just these group of people have pushed it so hard to these other group of people, which is the public, and the public are being just so naive and whatever the fuck it is. It's like almost like the Pokemon card situation where motherfuckers are just yeah. like, like, oh, we trying to get a Charizard. So it's just like at the end of the day, they think any of these ape nfts or what other fuck nfts they are they, they just and you know it's, a, it's a new it's a new situation it's a new situation right so you got people who like adam 22 from no jumper you know one day he's making fun of nfts the next day he comes in everybody's like yo how are you making fun of nfts and then the other day you bought one for 7500 or you bought one for 75 grand or something but he wouldn't buy something else. And he's like, well, the NFT, I think I could, you know, sell it later or something. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, you know, even, uh, you know, Joe Bunnett was talking the same thing, kind of making fun of it. And then not all of a sudden it was like, no, no, now I'm down. I'm super down. So I don't know, man. It, it seems to yeah, be no, something it, where there's people who, who kind of look at this, like you said, like an investment thing. Like, let me just hop on it now. It is an investment. It is. It is. Just like shoes are an investment and, you know, shoes, they got overrun by a different type of crowd now, too. So, yeah, exactly. NFTs just happen faster. Yeah. The NFTs just happen a little faster. They don't even have time to grow. Yeah. So it's just like it is. It's sad. But hopefully, you know, the artists take it back, um, you know, and it's just like we we come together and build a collective because like right now i'm in a um a discord with nft artists and collectives and we're not really pretty much working on any collections or anything like that but people are just working on their type of art you know and it's beautiful you feel me mm-hmm. we, we we celebrate each other's sale we celebrate each other's drop um and release and so it's just like that's how i feel like the community of nft creators and collectors should have been like you know it shouldn't have been like oh we're just gonna buy up the apes and the long necks and the and the the pigs and shit like in the little goofy ass Xbox uh Abbeys like no dis- like no disrespect like I love pixel art but it's just like at this point it's just like there it, it doesn't seem to be these people are doing it for a passion these people are doing it for this little quick buck and this quick buck is ultimately sat- oversaturating the market because it's like it's just like like, like I say, people are just taking apes and apes and making them over. And some people are even making fake ass apes and selling them. So it's just like it's it's a weird thing when you get into this thing where people are making fake things of stuff that's not really tangible in their own. Do you think there's a way things can like kind of like get better or is it just a squid game from here on out where you're going to have to like squid game <laughs> everybody for themselves because this is a good I this mean, is a good uh this is a good segue we spoke but it's about it last but i gotta hear really your good. uh i gotta hear your opinion on that show 
like how we were saying. But yeah. no, but, it, but, but yeah. at the end of the day, it, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's not really a squid game because, like I say, it's communities behind these NFT groups, like nice. these collections. So it's just like I used to think it was one fucking dude that made fucking four hundred apes, but no, it's really not one dude yeah. that made four hundred fucking apes. So it's just yeah. like it ain't no squid so, game. So it's like, like it's like in actuality, they the doctor and the motherfuckers trying to take the organs out of shit. And so people people they, got yeah. offices. So you're saying people got like little teams and offices around here just creating nfts wow and collection and nft collections no doubt but um then they got the groups people. of people who are probably on clubhouse day in and day out in every talking room about talking that. about yo come and buy our nft and then they be because <laughs> the thing is like they be telling people like you can get a pre-sale price if you buy access code or access shit like that so it's like so they probably got a whole sales department and they company too bro it's like a whole fucking pyramid scheme like you say because like you got to buy the access code to get into the shit early and then you got to do some other shit Noah, oh, uh, hey, and that access code doesn't even uh grant that you probably even get the NFT or guarantee that you're gonna get an NFT. Come on, man. So it's just like, like I say, so it's just like, it's like, it's it's weird, bro. Like, it's weird. Like, you, 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 you buy an access code to get into the collection to be able to purchase one for an early purchase. And then when you get it for an early purchase, you sit, you gotta sit there and wait till these motherfuckers drop and then you reflip them and hope that you get a popular one which is another game uh, another fucking gamble you know what this sound so exactly like, like. <laughs> it's the sneaker game you gotta sign up for raffles you gotta sometimes you gotta make them hold your payment and if they don't get the shoe then they release your payment but you got you know it's like it's a whole lot of hoops I mean, and ladders to point, jump through it, man it, it, it's like you at this point it's a crazy bunch of hoop ladders but like I say it's not even a squid game because it ain't even no Man, one man for himself in the actuality, like it's yeah. people that are behind whole teams. Yeah, it's whole teams behind. So, have you copped an NFT or you just? Um, no, I've just been selling. I've just okay. been liking a lot of different stuff in circulation. Yeah. Um, if I have money through Rarible, like I have Rarible tokens called Rari, I think they're called Rari. Yeah. And so, like, I have like over like maybe two hundred dollars worth in tokens through them that okay. i can cash that i can transfer over and cash out from my own self and back into yeah. us dollars but i'm probably going to use them and on some yeah and, and, and yeah hold them on to rari and just like if the platform builds like that shit builds as well you feel me so it's just like yes, it's, a, it's 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 not a it's not a lose-lose situation and if i choose to buy nfts or something like that i can buy nfts with that you know and reflip them or sell them with that would so, you join a group if they approach you uh it depends on what they're talking about honestly right. like i just can't see myself joining any group yeah no it's here hey paper so this paper. squid game bro let's wrap let's wrap up with your uh with your thoughts on this squid game bro i fuck with it um it was very insightful you know yeah. like i like i didn't know that much about south korea's economy and how people mm. were uh strapped paper strapped and so yeah and so um <laughs> it was crazy to see it was crazy to see um the lengths that people would go through for money you know like i always say like we always say money is the root of evil all evil mm -hmm. um and then it's just like you know to be in that situation it's crazy stop <laughs> hey, we got a, we got a, another co-host who had just joined us. If you don't know, uh, shout out Gordo Young Son. <laughs> Noah's here. Hey, the kids is the future. Young Noah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so, um, and so, um, yeah, uh, 
I just felt like, you know, he like he did a good job at, at showing each different character, you know, like who like who, how that person rep, like who that person represented in society. And I think you you posted that you posted that uh, quote on your story from the creator, right? Who he said how he wrote the story as a as a metaphor for today's society and capitalism and how each character represents somebody that we know in real life, you know, exactly. like the overly nice person you know, somebody who will be your friend and they, you know, even during the dice or not the dice, but the marble game, they kind of show how even your friends, you know, um, you know, they could, they still, even though they're your friend, they, they still might be out for self, you know, cause even though the guy was the old man's friend, he still was crying at the end, trying to like lie to him and tell him like, yo, I got to get my, you know, 10 marbles or whatnot. So, you know, it's hey, just that shit. Yeah, yeah. Woo Shiesty. Woo yeah. Shiesty. Hey, Woo Shiesty. I was like, bro, how you going? I ain't going to start. Ali was bogus for going for that shit, too. But Woo Shiesty, yeah. I ain't going to lie. He was really Shiesty. I guess he was like, I really ain't want to die in this moment. But yeah. it was like, you could have died in that moment, bro. Like, it was like, you ain't have to go out like no scumbag because you went out like a scumbag, bro. Like, it was just like, you weren't even yeah. that bad of a person. You know, even yeah. though we didn't even though we didn't get a full backstory on what the fuck you was really doing, you know, so it's just like it's like I, I don't even know what they're going to do in season two, you know, so it's just like it's going to be interesting. To see. I don't know why he went back. He should be going to America like that ain't me. I mean, I guess he's going to try to take it down, but like we already seen the cop try, right? Yeah, but we don't even see him really die. So it's just like he might come. Right. Back That's too, another thing. Like, right. Because yeah. think about it like the old man. We never really saw him die. And so we just mm -hmm. assume he got shot and he was there at the fucking end, which exactly. blew my head because I was. I what was did you think about the, that? Some people didn't like that ending. I was hurt by that shit because at the end of the day, I really liked the old man character. Yeah. He was really cold. To, I like I fuck with his character. You feel me? He was mm -hmm. funny as hell. He just kept. Hey, this is one thing I think, you know, that that old man shows me sometimes how. You know, maybe it's two things. Maybe it's sometimes you're chosen. You know, sometimes someone from a from a higher level sees you mm. and then they 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 lift you up, right? They yeah, they invest in you. you they know? invest in you. You know, some you know, somebody you know, you look at all these artists sometimes like a Rihanna, you know, Jay Z ran into her or or this or that. Or, you know, I'm looking at it kinda like it could you know privilege it could be privilege too you know like how white privilege you know you sometimes you have like this helping hand guiding you through things or my, my third interpretation is uh you know free will you know because you know that guy you know the kind of the importance of being nice right so who's who said he was supposed to you know say anything to this guy obviously they targeted him to join they because um, they knew he was a gambler. They targeted him with the game. They got him to join. He joins. He's what? The last person to join. Old guy is number one. Just so happens that he's nice to the guy. So that's another another allegory, right? You got to be nice to the person. Or not, you got to be nice, but like you never know what could happen to you in life just by being nice to somebody. So showing kindness, him you know? showing kindness, damn near saved him. Damn near won him the game. Actually, won him yeah, the game. Yeah, it really it, it showed him, and then it ultimately showed that he wasn't a bad person at the end. You know, yeah. like 
out of all the people that were there to win that money, he truly wasn't a bad person. He just was going through a bad situation in life. Like his mm-hmm. life was just fucked. His life was just fucked up. Yeah. Not to say that, not to say that he probably didn't have a gambling problem or anything yeah. like that, but it's just like he was just he just because you have a gambling addiction doesn't mean you're a bad person, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the truth and reality of it. And so it's just like he just was a bad person that made bad decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't a bad person. He wasn't a bad person that just he just happened to make bad decisions. You feel exactly, me? Exactly. And so it's just like he, he at the end of the day, the thing is what they were trying to give him was the solution, which was more money. You feel yeah. me? But ultimately, that didn't bring him any joy or happiness because at the end of the day, they he saw what money destroyed did and destroyed you feel exactly me? Which, was, which was his friendships with people yep. his, his, his like he, he he saw people die over this shit kill like so it's just like at the end of the day that ending to me made sense because at the end of the day that's what i i like me personally like i've always told my grandmother i don't work for money because it's it, because that's what i want i work for money because that's what we need to survive in the world yeah and that and that's what i need to make to do the things that i need to do Mm-hmm. But if, if there was an option where I can do the things that I need to do without the without the hassle of making a dollar or a buck, I'm going to do those things first, regardless. What you think about the last, last scene? You know, like I said, no spoilers last time, but if you ain't see it by now, just turn the pot off. But uh, the last, last scene. Right when he's at the, when the he's old a, man talking about like the last bet, talking about oh, when he was like, you know, the, is somebody gonna dude. help this guy? And do and you that, think and, do you think he passed before he was able to see that the cops did come and help him? I think he saw it and he died. Yeah, or either because the thing is either he and it, or either he was listening to Buddy telling him that they were coming and he died because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he, I don't think the thing I don't think the ultimately the the old man was a bad person. You nah, feel nah. I just he was think a little that he, sick. He was a little he, sick. Like no, I, I think for being that he, involved I think with he, the game. I, yeah, that's why yeah. I feel like he like at the end of the day he had got bored with life. You feel mm-hmm. me? And that's why and that's why he was involved in the shit that he was doing. You know, yeah. like that that was his ultimate outlet because at the end of the day life had become. Like, think about it. I feel like if any story that we were supposed to see or backstory we should see, it should be the old man's. Yeah. Because I feel like he has a started from the bottom and now I made it. And then it was just like, this is success. That would be and a good angle to take for season two. two. A and little this is bit of a backstory. I feel like the backstory will make sense for why the head guy is the head guy and why the old man chose. Because the thing about it, the, the head guy is taking over what the old man was doing. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what he was grooming him to do in this in this in in this season. And so it's like with season two, I hope we get to go back and to see what the old man was growing up. And so we see these games that he's that he's playing as a child. You feel me? That he's like tug of war. We see him why he why he's the way he is, and we see him reach success, get the money, and he's like, okay, this is it. Yeah, I'll yeah. rather go back and play the game this self as a participant. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's that. I want to see the moments that lead up to that, and, and we in the moments that lead up to the the police brother taking over the organization after he's won the first after whatever squid game he's won. Because mm-hmm. it's like like I like we say it's been multiple ones. Yeah. And so it's just like it's like me personally. I kind of wanted them to be like, all right, they should bring all the squid game winners back and do it like for a trillion dollars or some shit. That'd be nuts. Nuts. You feel me? Because then it's like a lot of people will have to compete and people that have actually been through all the shit will have to compete. So that would be extra ruthless. So you feel me? So it's like everybody knows what they expect and they would know what to be, what's on the line. 
And so it's just like, I don't know, like, I don't know what direction he's going to take it in, but it's like, I, I'm glad that he left the door open for a season two to exist. Hell yeah. Cause I'm like today, LeBron, he came at LeBron James about the comment that LeBron was like, I would have changed the ending. And I'm like, LeBron, nobody cares what you would change. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, right. It's like, it's like, ultimately I really, it's like, ultimately this is one of those times where you could have kept your opinion to yourself because at the end of the day, you, you sat there and did space jam too. Exactly. And that shit. Come on. And that's ass. ass, bro. Like, I don't get I'm being real. Like I don't give a fuck. I, I, I've been a LeBron fan my whole fucking life, bro. And I'm gonna be one like it's a lot of shit that I'm just like at this point, LeBron, I can't keep on backing you on. Like, and this one's one of those things I'm I'm not backing you on. Yeah. Space Jam two ass is hell. So you should Hell-hell. have no comment about nobody else's movies, movie. yeah. TV show, nothing. And look, 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 I understand what people are trying to say. I understand what people are trying to say, but look. This is art, right? And sometimes the best movies don't have a happy ending. Exactly. Can, like, a lot of people, yes, I didn't like but that. This he didn't is go to, life, though. And yeah, and I didn't like that life, he didn't bro. go to America. <laughs> I was like, man, you dumb. I was yelling at the TV, you dumb as hell. Why didn't you go to America? But still, it's a different perspective. It's a different story. You gotta, you gotta sit there and write it out and see what's going on. It's just like, but it's like, yeah, and that's the part that I'm like, people have to be okay with. Like, you guys and sat here and watched three seasons of fucking you mm-hmm. when the shit should have been done after season one. Literally yes. should have been, yes. been done after season yeah. two. Hopefully, yeah. it's done after this fucking season. If we're gonna be honest, I'm not pushing even, it. I, and then they're, they're pushing push, it. Like, yeah. You feel me? So it's just like this is like it's like the thing is like you say, people are always expecting this fucking happy ending. There's not always a happy fucking ending. You don't have yeah. a happy ending in your fucking life all the fucking time. This nope. is the part where it's just like, like I say, it wasn't about the fucking money ultimately for him. Like, yes, that's what he was going to the game and doing the shit for. But at the end of the day, when reality hit, he had his mom died. What the fuck? That's one of the main reasons he was getting the money for to give her a fucking better health and motherfucking shop. So what the fuck does he need the money for? He he doesn't even give a fuck. Yeah. Like, like, if anything, at the end of the episode, if I really want to go hunt these niggas down, I would have sent my child as much money as I can. And I'm going to hunt these niggas down. As simple as that. That's what have been my joy until I came back and saw my child. But it's just like niggas just be so fucking frustrated with. Oh, it didn't, wasn't a peaceful ending. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah. They wanted like, it to wrap up and, and have a nice bow on top and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the old man was so sweet. And this is what he, it's like, nah, actually, twist. This old man was me? part of the Illuminati the whole time, too. Time. You so, feel me? And then on top of that, and then it's like they said, he hadn't even spent any of his money. Why? Because his friend from his childhood did. His yeah. mom did. His mm-hmm. daughter is already gone and living with some rich nigga that tried to pay him off. Like, yeah, like what is like what else? Like what, what else? Got? What else do he has to do other than finding people that are fucking with people's lives? Like yep. that's what it is. It's really what it is. Like legit. Mm-hmm. Like they're like that's what I'm saying. Is like it's some sick shit. And he about to be going off. He about you to be me? going off. And and I think this is a perfect place to cap this episode with. A song from your boys, C and Gordo, just to let you know what the vibe is. And I'm going to let them go with freedom because that is what they was fighting for at the end of the squid game. All they really want is freedom. All they really want is freedom. So, yes, that is episode 45 
of 45. the pod. It's your boys, Ryan and Gordo. Now, hopefully, Paul joins us back and we got the full squad. But this is what Big we're here three. for. We Big always going to keep rotating in and out and, and all that. But, uh, you know, we had Paul last week. We had Gordo this week. Hopefully the whole squad back next week and hopefully uh, we get you some guests and we get back into the full swing of things and we will have a video for you next weekend. So keep it locked. It is the COD episode 45. Freedom. Peace. Peace. Let's go. Telling what you gon' see. see If I off this police, baby, keep that shit between you and me I ain't tryna have them people out here questioning me Girl, don't get the question in me Just know everyday I breathe is a lesson in me It's a blessing you see to be a young black educated trap nigga To the police, I'm just some nigga To my niggas, I'm that nigga What the fuck do you feel? I'm trying to rich you rich Even my life familiar Fuck on that ass and watch it get bigger, girl It's the Kai Falling out my pocket, that deposit get Nigga, I think I'ma have to get me a safe I'm cooler somewhere, they say It's a civil war where I stay We ain't being civil today Run up bullets, you off your face We young wolves, we don't play You can get you a day Nigga, make you a day You can get you what you don't like, my
started in the park And every time I grab the mic I be rapping about the dark Trying to make it to the light Find a day where I don't fight It's on the day without a why I wanna see you walk a mile In my new balance You might just lose balance Like I might lose patience Cause they keep on saying It's the Kai Ain't no cartoon I make tunes for cars, dude My nigga, who are you? I try to change the Kai For them to listen Kinda getting pissed Cause I really am the I started the But I heard of it I mean when everybody wanna be a part of it You gotta really step back like how far did we get They used to say it wasn't rhymes, it's a limp in your step They used to say dumb it down for the people to get But I'ma do what I want, yeah, people respect They want me yelling at the seat to the left But I ain't budging, bought the bar in the mall And I been smoking them all I had the coke in the ball and I was breaking it down So it don't make sense now, it's the Kai I survived a whole lot, you can't do that now Cause it don't mean like that sci high song Put the Wi-Fi on and put the sci-fi on I'm trying to do what I do and I ain't no Freddy to do I ain't no child prodigy, grew up with nothing to do I was listening to Prodigy with nothing to lose Every day I'm up at 6 a.m. I never hit snooze And when I'm on the road, I always hit cruise Then I swang and I swang and I swang to the left Pop my trunk for the big death Yeah, sky is the limit so I'm never gonna fret like <laughs> Guys out here getting all the f- that they can get We leave the state of the culture like some hard-nosed vets What?